Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? time once again for your winter holiday special episode of the What's Your Weird Story podcast, your weekly podcast of weird, unusual, excellent, awesome, hilarious, adjective, 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 true stories by the people who experience them most of the time, but today it's different. Today is a part of our Festivus Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, um, winter solstice special. Happy holidays, everyone. Uh, We are going to have another fireside story read to us by our special correspondent, resident Bigfoot expert and voice of the listener. Mr. Jeff Hubbard Esquire, who is joining us today. Also joining us is Barry Johnston, the Smiling Sensei, and myself, Adam Beebe. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Uh, how are you, Professor? How are things? I, I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, it was a uh, it's it's my one of my favorite times of the year. Um, I must admit, I love the winter. I love winter holidays. Um, you know, I grew up in a uh, Christmas tradition house and a Christian house with the tradition for Christmas. So it's, Christmas has always been my favorite. Uh, you know, getting toys when you're little and and really, I mean, truly. Uh, giving gifts now is one of my favorite things to do, and uh, so that I always look forward to this every year. Um, and so yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm I'm buzzing. I'm I'm fizzing, and uh, I'm full of holiday cheer. Awesome. How about you, Hub? How are things, man? Yeah, yeah. Things are great, man. I I'm uh, with uh, Professor BB on his Christmas sentiments. I uh, I really do love this time of year too. Uh, all the family gets together and uh, I get to watch Hannah and her excitement on Christmas morning. And uh, I don't know, looking forward to it. That's awesome. That's what it's all about, man. You know, watch, watching the kids, you know, getting a chance to uh, pass on your traditions to your families. And we hope everyone out there is having a, a great Christmas and, we hope to provide you with a little entertainment, and uh, that's our plan for today. It is our annual Christmas special. Yes, yes. Of course, we are an all-inclusive uh, group here at uh, in Weirdsville, so I personally, although my family celebrates Christmas when it's just me and my cats, um, 
well, they celebrate Hanukkah and I celebrate Festivus. Um, you know, so we got a smorgasbord of the winter holidays here. So whatever holiday here in the winter you do choose, uh, we wish you a exciting one of those. So what do we do every year around this time uh, that we're willing to tell you about here on the podcast? We invite... Mr. Jeff Hubbard Esquire to come along and read us in a dramatic fashion a spooky Christmas story. You can't see me, but I'm raising my eyebrows up and down. (laughs) All right, so let's throw a Yule log on the fire. Fire in Cincinnati, sounds. Ohio, there are currently no active wildfires. Okay. <laughs> They're listening. That was spooky. That All was. All right. So, uh, thank you, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> you have a girl over there? Hey. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I have Alexa, and uh, that's the most she's spoken to me in about uh, six weeks. So, um,. Let's throw a Yule log on the fire and have a, a jolly good time hearing this selection made by Mr. Hubbard, the voice of the listener. Uh, Jeff, what's, yes. your weird, what, what's, your, what's your weird Christmas-themed story? All right, guys. Uh, looks like we've got a Christmas ghost story for you this uh this story comes from reddit and uh it was posted by creepy paster okay all right okay so settle in get your bean bag out and pour yourself a cup of eggnog can i put bourbon in mine oh yeah okay cool oh yeah and settle in for a A nice Christmas ghost story. Hi, everyone. It's Christmas, and that brought back some memories from my childhood that I wanted to share. Some of you will undoubtedly think this is a fictional story, and some won't believe any of it, and that's okay. The only thing I can tell you is that all of this is 100% true. Mm. There are many, many more events that I experienced in this home, but I just collected the highlights here. Also, believe it or not, I lived in two more haunted homes in my later life. If you want to hear about those, just let me know. When I was five, my family moved into a new home. We were a large family, being seven of us all together. Yeah, that is a big family. With myself being the youngest of the bunch. The home was not luxurious by any means, being an older home in a neighborhood that straddled an industrial area. The first two years were pretty uneventful for me. I don't recall anything unusual during that time, but by the time I was seven, that all changed. Regularly, in fact, almost nightly, I would hear someone coming up the stairs that led to the upper floor where the bedrooms were located. Mm. 
At first, I thought this was one of my two sisters coming up the stairs because the steps were soft and steady. I listened intently to the steps every night until one night it dawned on me. There were only about seven or eight footfalls. I knew there were more stairs than that because as a kid, I had counted them. There were 13 total. Ooh, spooky. (laughs) My child logic told me that someone had gone halfway up or halfway down. So in reality, whoever it was should still be on the stairs. I jumped up quickly and looked at the stairs to solve the mystery, but there was no one there. Ooh, spooky. That's when I realized there was something else going on that I did not understand. (laughs) I forgot my sound effects this year, so I'm going to have to just do them on myself. (laughs) Being a curious seven or maybe eight-year-old by now, I did a thorough examination of the stairwell. Being an old staircase, I discovered that each stair had its own unique sound. Some squeaked, and some popped, and some did both. Over a short time, I was able to thoroughly identify the unique noise that each step made. As a result, I discovered that the ghostly resident was coming up the stairs each night and never reaching the top. That was a great comfort to eight-year-old me, with my bedroom door a mere four or five feet from the top of the staircase. You know, that sounds, so far this sounds kind of true, because that is definitely something uh, a seven or eight-year-old would do. They would count the steps, they would walk up and down, and, you know, figure out which what the sounds were for each step and really investigate into that and, and probably not tell anybody, you know, but that's them, you know, exploring their world and trying to figure out things and, or just being bored sometimes. That is true. So around this time, the ghostly activity in the house escalated and became more and more aggressive. The footsteps I heard previously were soft and considerate, as if it came up the steps quietly so I would not be awakened. The tone of the activity now was harsh and aggressive. On Christmas Eve that year, I think it was 1973, I was laying in my bed, excitedly waiting for Santa's arrival. I couldn't sleep. I was full of candy and eggnog. Oh, <laughs> you know that's uh, you know again, now now the the writer here is uh, this is where I, I I'm starting to see holes in the, in the story as being true uh, because the writer said that he was you know probably uh, seven or eight if not a little bit older in 1973 and I can definitely tell you that uh, nobody over 40 really knows how to use Reddit. That's so. true. Man. <laughs> That is really true. Yeah. And I may be generous by saying 40. So. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely don't get it. I, uh, I mean, I've wound up there a few times, you know, you'll do a search and Mm -hmm. and there'll be some response on Reddit and it's hard to navigate. It really is. I don't know. But I mean, you know, 
that's 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 our age showing because you know we we're just uh, we're not Reddit people and uh, you know yeah we are just, uh, as a buddy of mine said the other day we are the olds now yep yep right. yep that is so true so back on the story uh, uh, he or she was full of candy and eggnog. <sighs> And I shared a room with my two brothers at this time, both of whom were much older, so my bedtime was earlier than theirs. I began to hear scraping and thumping on my bedroom ceiling. Oh, sounds like it's was, uh, one of the sisters at a, at a, uh, a late-night visitor. Or maybe the parents. <laughs> uh, he said thumping, not humping. Well, <laughs> hey, there's a... Th- <laughs> Thumping can be, you know, humping can be turned into thumping, you know, I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> that is true. I was excited. Santa <laughs> was here, but wait, the scraping transitioned into a dragging noise as if a heavy chest was being dragged across my ceiling. Uh, okay. It was accompanied by the distinct clinking sound of heavy chains. Santa uses sleigh bells, not chains, I thought. The same thing happened on the next December 24th. And by then I had matured enough that I knew for sure that Santa was most definitely not responsible for those sounds. I mean, you know, maybe Santa is uh, a little bit, uh, you know... Santa changes all over the world, as everybody knows. Uh, he's kind of a chameleon. And, you know, maybe uh, when he goes to this kid's house, you know, maybe he's a, a leather daddy Santa. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's got whips and chains for uh, all the good or the bad little boys and girls. Or good, whichever, you know. I mean, no kink shaming here. <laughs> Well, this next part could add a little credence to your theory there. Uh, then I don't know from personal experience about that. I just want to say that um, I do know Santa personally. Uh, we are in the same beard club, and uh, I, I know that um, you know. I've heard some stories, and you know, I mean, Santa is a great guy. You know, one day a year, uh, but he also, you know, I mean. He's got a lot of free times on his hand. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Then came the breathing. Mm -hmm. Regularly, while I was playing in my room or doing homework, I would hear heavy breathing. Mm -hmm. Try as I might, I could not tell where it was coming from. It seemed to come from everywhere, and it was loud. There's something about breathing that is very creepy. And that never failed to raise the hairs. <laughs> Sorry. Now that is some creepy breathing. <laughs> <laughs> the sudden crashes were the one thing that really got to me. I could never re- reason them away. They were horrific. The first time it happened, I thought a bus had driven into the house. Mm. I searched every room and could not find anything to account for the noise. The crashes became a regular occurrence, happening 
only when I was alone. It was a different time back in the 70s, being home alone at 9 or 10 years old. was That was acceptable. Of course, no one believed me when I tried to tell them because there was no evidence to show that I was telling the truth. Fast forward to 1976, when I was 11. By now, I had been living with the footsteps on the stairs, the breathing, the crashes, doors slamming, and nightmares for a number of years. One bright summer morning, I lay in my bed, being the top bunk above my older brother. He was not there that morning because he was away with the military reserve unit that he had recently joined. As I lay in a half-awake state, barely conscious, I felt a warm breath on my face. As I opened my eyes, I was startled to see that I was just inches away from the ceiling. The warm breath I felt on my face was my own, being (laughs) being reflected from the ceiling back to me. I was floating in the air. As quickly as I realized what was happening, I fell immediately back onto my bed. The drop was about one or two feet, and I landed with a jolt. Even now, I am not sure if I was having an out-of-body experience or if that was an actual physical experience. Mm. It happened so fast, I could not tell even then. The next summer, one of my sisters got married. I have two sisters, and the older one had left home by then. The newly married sister and her husband were away on their honeymoon, and I took full advantage of her vacant bedroom so I could get some privacy from my brother. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's about that age, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, both of them, I'm sure, were very happy to... uh... Be able to have their privacy. Right. Very yeah. active. Yes, yes. To full advantage. Mom's downstairs. Little. Where are all these dirty socks coming from? Right. Merry Christmas, Mom. <laughs> A little piece of me for you. <laughs> Stockings were flung. Uh, <laughs> How many moms do you think out there know uh, about the dirty? Where does you know? Uh, I mean, yeah. Although I'll say I don't know. In my in my situation, I think my mom was trying to, as hard as she could not to think that. Uh, oh, I'm right. sure that most moms are trying to force that out of their yeah. minds. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah. um, uh, just curious, if your mom has ever said anything <laughs> to you about your your stiff socks, let us know here on the podcast. We'd like to hear your stories. Hopefully you're not a middle-aged um, man yeah. still well, living at honey, home. But... Hey, if you are, you know, still, we're fine with that, you know, I guess. But, uh, you know. That's another um, weird story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um. Okay, so he is seeking privacy in his sister's vacant bedroom. Mm -hmm. Little did I know 
This would set up a sequence of events that would create a showdown between me and my unwanted guest. A day or two after the wedding, I excitedly moved into my new territory. The door in this room didn't open easily as the floor was carpeted in a not-so-beautiful 1970s green shag that mm-hmm. snagged the bottom of the door. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> All about that shag, man. Yeah, that shag. We had we had brown at my house. Um, at, yeah. the, at the White House, we had brown. My grandmother had the green. <clears throat> my grandma did, too. She had, a, like, a green and light. Yeah. The yeah. light green with a little yellow something yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It would kind of look like uh, Oscar the Grouch's fur. Yeah, ah, yeah that's yeah. exactly. A little bit like yeah, Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So the shag snagged the bottom of the door, and I did my best to close that door and jumped into bed for the night. Almost immediately, things started to happen. <laughs> I'll bet. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> Man, I mean, really, the kid's got a great setup. The door's hard to open, so mom can't be bursting, yeah. or anybody else can't just be bursting in. You know, right. there's plenty of time to hide the, you know, the magazine, the sock, and you know, try to uh, cover yourself to where you, uh, every, everything's normal here. You know, find something else to uh, be reading you know just in case you know this this was back in the day children before uh smartphones and internet porn um <laughs> you know. and that, he probably if he had porn he probably had to find it out by a bush somewhere yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah what's yeah. porn yeah and you goddamn you held on to those magazines that you oh found. fuck yeah oh yeah 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 oh yeah Treasure, <laughs> treasure. God damn it, we had to work for our porn, man. That's right, man. And you had to work it sometime. After a while, you'd be like, "All right, I need, I need some new. I've read this, all the articles here. I need some uh, new reading material." So you work out trades, yeah, in yeah, yeah, secret yeah. with your friends. It was like spies. You'd carry a bag over to your friend's house, go up into their room, you know, swap out magazines. And then walk uh, walk away. Tr- not a word said during the transaction because you want to cover all bases. <laughs> you know, this is like stealth mode. Can't get caught. You know, red-handed or otherwise. So, so yeah. So he he got at it right. <laughs> Almost immediately, things started to happen. I feel like I maybe you know. Sharing over a little oversharing this episode, but you know, hey, it's the holidays, right? Yeah, and it's tis, tis the season, baby. Ag, you know, eggnog here, even though you know I don't drink uh, eggnog or 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 otherwise, but you know, uh, still, you know, hey, it's got to be that one friend at the party, right? <laughs> <laughs> So I heard the nightly footsteps coming up the stairs. Then the door opened. Yes, this is the same door that needed a moderate amount of force to open against the high carpet. (laughs) Gravity or a draft blowing through did not open that door. It was pushed. It occurred to me at that moment that this was the nightly destination of the footsteps I had heard on so many nights. I was very aware at this point 
that I was not alone. By this point in my life, for some strange reason, I was no longer afraid, but rather had a strange indifference toward it. I casually got out of bed and closed the door again. While I was settling back in, again, the door opened. Again, I climbed out of bed and defiantly closed it. This time, it stayed closed and all was quiet for a few minutes. Then, the empty hangers in the closet began to move. They clinked and chattered against each other as if an unseen hand was swaying back and forth across them. They scraped along the bar from which they hung, obviously being pushed left and then right. I refused to move or react. Next to the closet was a large dresser with a mirror. It began to shake vigorously. Light coming in from the window reflected off the mirror and wildly sprayed around the room. <laughs> Still. Sorry. White or light? Sorry. Sometimes it's just too easy, you know. Right. I mean, I just, I just, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to show some restraint. Um. Still, I refuse to budge. I belong here, and you don't. I thought, I'm not going anywhere. Then things stepped up a notch when my bed began to shake. It sh it sh <laughs> <You guys. laughs> it shook hard, but still, I refused to budge. The foot of the bed lifted off the floor an inch or two and was dropped back down, creating a large thump. Wow. Nope. I am not leaving, I said out loud. All night long, the activity continued without stopping. And all night long, I stubbornly refused to leave that room. I drifted in and out of sleep as things moved and fell off the dresser. The bed was shaken, things rattled, and the door opened and closed occasionally. I regularly reinforced my position by defiantly telling the ghost to shut up until about 5 a.m. when I had had enough. I was tired and very cranky from being kept awake all night, and I began yelling at it. I sternly advised it that I was not leaving the bedroom, and if it didn't like it, too bad. Immediately, all the activity stopped. I did not hear another sound afterward. In fact, until we moved from that home two years later, I experienced nothing at all in that house. Mm. No footsteps on the stairs, no breathing, and definitely no sudden loud crashing noises. It seems that my stubborn nature had outwilled that ghost and caused it to move on. I guess stubbornness has its place in life after all. Wow. Wow, that's cool. That's good cool. one. Yeah, that yeah. is cool. <clears throat> very, very good interesting. <clears throat> Intent. And very well written, mm -hmm. I might add. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking whenever you're 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 halfway through it or so. I'm like, this is really well done. Yes, indeed. Um that's um it, 
it's yeah <laughs> yeah man indeed yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a real uh, you know really strokes the imagination if you will um we're gonna have to call this a perverted Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure it was gonna be like you know an uncle or a, uh, a, a, a you know a teenager sneaking up into the room for the sister, uh, or uh, you know maybe somebody living in the ceiling. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I'm glad it didn't go down that uh, that distasteful route. Yeah, of course. You know? Fully tasteful uh, episode or you know story there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and that's the day I became a man. Oh, sorry, Weirdsville. Didn't see you there listening to Barry and Mine's conversation. But hey, we'll save that one for another time. But we do want to hear your stories about growing up, all your high school hijinks, all of your childhood rivalries, your sibling rivalries, your revenge on the siblings, all those fun family affairs, all the good times, all the laughter, all the stories you share around the Thanksgiving spread or the holiday meal or the night before where everybody goes out to the bar and gets lit. Seems like that's some kind of tradition. So contact us through our email, wywspod at gmail.com. You can Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and also you call and leave us a message at 513-909-9821. Hey, let's get back to that story. Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-O dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors do uh do we have another short one uh well let's see let me let me take a look here and see see what we've got Yeah, here, yeah, we do. We, All right, we do I, 
I promise uh, to Santa that I will be on my best behavior uh, through this one. I don't know if I'm buying that, but we'll <laughs> we'll see how it we'll goes. try it. Okay, we we've got another one, and uh, this is also a story from Reddit. It's entitled "Christmas Ghost Story," and uh, this was posted by Waifu Pillow Seven. Oh, so yes. let's excellent, uh, very but, good year. Um. <laughs> Waifu Pillow Seven. Okay, well, let's jump into this one. Cool. Wonderful, wonderful bouquet with that one. Uh, <laughs> smoky overtones with uh, a hint of elderberry. Uh, musk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is what punch drunk gets you right here. okay this story happened to me when i was 11 so this was five years ago and then we've got it looks like we've got there's a some parentheses here and there's a he's adding a little background information okay so waifu says a little background info when the house that this story takes place was being remodeled, one of the workers who worked by himself heard very strange things like tapping, breathing, and there were often cold spots that he would notice scattered throughout the basement. Okay, the aside, that's the end of the aside, close parenthesis. I was at my grandparents' house to celebrate Christmas with my family. This, however, took place, I believe, on the 23rd of December. It was getting late for us. It was around 11 or 11.30-ish, and my parents put me to bed. My grandparents usually have a guest bedroom, which whenever I came over, I slept in. But my mom wanted to sleep in an actual bed instead of on the couch. So my mom took the guest bedroom upstairs, and I slept on the couch in the basement. And my stepfather took the couch upstairs in the living room. So I grabbed my tablet and my blankets and pillows and went downstairs. The layout is very important here. You go down the stairs, Mm -hmm. and there is like a small rec room to the left of the stairs. And if you turn right, you get to the laundry stuff and bathroom. And if you go left and go forward, you'll reach a closet a storage room, and my uncle's bedroom. My uncle's bedroom is right across from the storage room. So I got to the couch and set up to charge my tablet. I was having fun since there was nobody but my uncle down there who was asleep. (laughs) (laughs) So I could be on it as long as I wanted. The basement wasn't pitch black, though. There was a little bit of light coming from the laundry room, so I could sort of see what I then saw. I was on my tablet, and the charger came out. The charger is a bit broken, so it popped out every now and then. So when I leaned to push it back in, I saw this black shadow. 
I can tell it was a female since it had a very long dress-like thing and it slowly moved from my uncle's room to the storage room. But when I froze and stared at it, the entire basement went pitch black. I then got up and slowly went to the stairs. I didn't scream because I had no idea if the thing would hurt me or not. So I slowly went up the stairs, opened the guest bedroom. My mom was opened the guest bedroom my mom was staying in and laid on the ground crying a little bit. I still got I still go to that house about twice every month or so. And every time I go into that basement, I sit in the exact same spot to see if I'm able to see what I saw when I was a little kid. Wow, that's creepy. Yeah, that is creepy. Yeah, the show. Or yeah, or uh, his uncle had a uh, a friend over, and uh, you know, was the, the kid was uh, a little kid and didn't realize the, the back backlit, so he couldn't see any features on this uh, this uncle's friend uh, leaving the house uh, in the middle of the night uh, after some Christmas cheer. That very, that very well could be. That's the walk of shame. And yep. We, yeah. Saw the walk of shame. And we may never know. We may never know the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Whew. Well, I'm all tingly uh, with Christmas creeps. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't come up as the Christmas creep in this particular episode. <laughs> Um, you know, I, uh, we, we were all comparing notes before we started and, uh, none of us really slept well last night. So we're all, as Barry said, a little punch drunk. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, but, uh, Hey, that's kind of the holidays, you know, you know, somebody, there's always that, uh, family member who, uh, accidentally says something inappropriate, um, or, yeah. or always or purposely does. Uh, yeah. you know, I wonder the, if it, I wonder if it has anything to do with the the new moon or whatever we had. What was it, the full moon or some crazy shit that happened this week, man? It's like some planetary alignment or whatever. Yes, the moon. I can uh, tell you, I, it, I it, it definitely affected my world. Oh yeah, just like well, just bad things happening oh, one yeah. right after the other, right after the other. Yeah. That's I don't that's know. true. That's true. Wild yeah. man. Yeah. You know, we I was talking about that today. I got a friend of mine. We were we were talking about you know the full moon, and we were both bartenders at one point in time. And he worked it actually in an emergency room, <clears throat> and he said that in emergency rooms they will have full moons like on the calendar, so so they know because uh, shit gets real on yeah on, damn. yeah yeah. And he was always like, "Oh, that's bullshit." And he was always like, oh, that's kind of bullshit, you know? I don't believe that. And one of the nurses was like, just wait. You'll see. Things get crazy. And mm-hmm. uh, and so, which leads to, you know, the reason why we, you know, hate to say it, but when I was a bartender, all the nut jobs would come out. All the crazies, man. And, yeah. thing, and things would always get out of control. And I could tell within a day or two of a, of a full moon that something wasn't right. And hmm. normally, if I would say, hey, 
Let me check and see if it's a full moon. Nine times out of ten, I'd be right. Wow. Yeah, it's weird, man. Yeah, man, it's definitely true. You talk to anybody in the service industry uh, or anybody who works at, like, you know, deals with people, yeah. um, especially, you know, around a full moon, uh, the kooks come out. It, it, it may be in, you know, or the kookiness in a person may come out as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it's it's been said forever, you know. So, I mean, we know that our – I mean – the moon affects the tides, yep. which are water, and there's so much of we're like seventy percent water, um, and we know that the moon cycle can affect uh, women's menstruation. Yep. Um, and so you know, uh, it's who knows what else could happen. Yep. You know, I mean, if we ever lost the moon, we'd be fucked. Yeah, that's where we get the term lunatic. Also, that's right. Yep. That's right. Yep. Interesting stuff, man. Yeah, it's yeah. weird how just your body chemistry and all that stuff is all dictated by things that aren't even of this planet. It's just wild, yeah. you know? Yeah. That is wild. But That's really wild. <clears throat> really cool, man, also, I guess. Yep. But uh, I guess uh, people had to have—I guess people figured that out at a certain point along the human, the human trajectory about, mm-hmm. you know— that's why it's like things that, that are that are uh, you can't explain. It's like you know, like ghosts and these things, like these stories that we listen to. It's like you just don't know. You don't know. I mean, we know very little about really what's going on. And the more that we find out, the weirder things get. Oh yeah, big time, man. We, you know, the, I mean, we're finding out as we're finding out more about like space. There's a lot of weird things that you know. Mm-hmm shouldn't really be occurring yeah but in nature but the nature of you know our nature the nature of this one is different radically different from the nature of other ones that, yeah you know yeah. and we don't even fully know we just we can see like okay well there that planet is like this we can kind of see that but uh yeah you, you know i mean ring-shaped planets and all sorts of crazy shit out there man yeah it's fascinating it's it fascinating is. It is very fascinating, for sure, and uh, and that's why we like these weird stories, mm-hmm. you know. Always, always gives us an opportunity to hear somebody else's perspective on things, and uh, it's always cool. Yeah, yeah, and also traditions that have developed over time, such as our holiday traditions, with. You know, dealing with well, you know, a lot of our traditions do have something to do with the mon- uh, the moon and the sun, right? Uh, with the solstices, yeah. you know, because that's you know for uh, the the winter solstice is typically, you know, the Yule that's that's celebrated right around the time of Christmas time, you know, as, as yep. in the Western world, and then of course the spring solstice is. Kind of generally around Easter, yep. you know, and of course those the dates of those were basically just incorporated by early Christians over and placed over uh, early you know non Christian traditions, you right. know, pagan if you want to, but right. you know, um, yeah, and so that's why we've got our uh, our holidays as we do, and uh, you know, it's, it's all it's all. Just observing and trying to understand uh, the universe that we live in 
and uh, you know, as we spin on this, uh, this ball of mud, wasn't um, the, so the the uh, and I'm going to ruffle feathers here if there's uh, people that are listening to us that are uh, <laughs> religious, but the I, the first idea of Jesus came from Egypt in Isis, right? She was the mother of Ra, who was had like. 12 disciples or whatever it was. He was the first like sun god or whatever it was. Yes. Born, born was of a ra- or, mu- well, Virgin Mary or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of contemporary, a lot of um, parallel myths in the in the world and throughout uh, our, our, the world's, you know, with creation stories and also with the great floods. Um, and there have been a number of deities who were uh, born of you know of a virgin or some other miraculous type of a birth, and uh, and then died and then came back to life, um, and I believe Ra was one of them. Um, there was there's Mithras, um, who was uh, worshipped by a lot of the Roman legionnaires, uh, who was um, who, who was born out of a rock or a virgin and a rock or something like that, and then. Um, uh, he was baptized in blood, uh, so initiates of his cult uh, would go into would they dig a pit, and they would take a bull, and uh, they would cut the bull's throat, uh, and the, the initiates would be in the bottom of this pit, standing in the bottom of this pit, and they would get blood all over them, um, in a blood baptism. Um, you know, and of course, uh, Christianity has as its you know, it's the virgin birth and the death and the resurrection, and uh, but also has a lot of you know like the baptisms, and then the uh, the sacraments you know the eating of the flesh and the blood and that's you know yeah. similar in other things as well. I think Bacchus also is another god who dies and then comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot a lot of uh, parallel myths and stories that, you know, build on each other, especially the ones coming out of the Middle East and Europe, uh, and the ones that are, uh, you know, based off of uh, uh, the, you know, uh, Abrahamic or, you know, the coming out of the Old Testament and, you know, which sprouted you know, three of the world's big religions of, you know, Judaism, uh, Christianity, and um, Islam. Yeah, Yeah. uh, Islam, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, um, this is one of those conversations probably to avoid here in the holiday season (laughs) around your family, depending on your family, but... uh, Well, yeah, that's true, but but also (laughs) in the company of friends like we're doing now, it's fun to explore, and, uh, and, you know, I mean, I I celebrate Christmas because that's the, the, the tradition that I grew up in, but I'm also... You know, like like uh, I think like like all of us, we uh, we accept uh, everyone because that's this great country. That's how we were. Uh, that's how we were born and raised. And uh, but it's always um, it's good to come back to the source and celebrate these things and you know be able to spend time with family, have conversation, know have some social intelligence. Obviously, when it comes to those types of things, know what you can and cannot speak about. Um, yeah. but you know, Hey man, when the libations th- are flowing, sometimes, you know, sometimes I like to have fun and just see how far somebody's willing to go in a conversation, you know, 
how, how far, how far are you willing to take it and, uh, and acknowledge that, uh, we're just having fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Pe- people are awfully serious these days. That's true. You've got to laugh, man. <laughs> yeah. That's what gets us through. And that's why we do these silly episodes, uh, around here, around the, the holidays. And we take a break from our, uh, uh, usual half-assedness and go full ass, man. Um, <laughs> what I say, full ass, yeah, full ass. Which is the only way to to do a Christmas, I think. That's right, man. Yeah. yeah. So you know, so maybe hopefully your Christmas wishes, boys, will come true. And um, you know, and all of you in Weirdsville, we hope your holiday wishes come true. And uh, that you have a wonderful, wonderful holidays with your friends and your families. Be safe as you celebrate. And uh, don't forget to, you know, gather up uh, all ye uh, families, weird stories, amazing stories, uh, wild stories, and share them. And share some of our stories, you know, get the ball rolling. Yeah. Uh, Tell them about what you've heard here on the podcast, and then you know that'll uh, start uh, lo- loosening lips, and secrets will flow. Oh. <laughs> and then we can find out, we can share those secrets here for the, with the rest of the world, because you know, I know that sounds bad as I just said it, but it's not because it's what makes this fun. Um, it's it's what makes us. Ex- be able to make uh, all this wonderful content for you to listen to and make the connections and friends and all the good things that come out of life. Uh, you know, these, this is what the holidays are about. This is what we're about. And, um, so yeah, yeah. Happy, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yeah. We would happy lo- we, holidays. happy holidays. We would much rather listen to you tell stories than listen to ourselves tell stories. So come on the show, share what you've got. And, uh, we look forward to it and we'll have fun. Yeah. Oh, uh, be safe. Be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun. Did you guys know that eggnog, traditional eggnog, used to be made from chicken comb?